0: Oh, <laughs> am
1: Yes, indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, why do the five stages of grief sound like Santa's terrible backup reindeers? You've got Dasher, (laughs) Dancer, Prancer, Denial, Anger, Bargaining, Depression and Acceptance. You're not dealing with the top brass at that point, are you? Couple got drunk, couldn't make it. One of them's got a sore throat. You're up to your backup reindeers in comes denial anger depression and acceptance that's very Christmassy. it is i'm in the christmas mood we have lights we have christmas music wherever we go that would be christmas wouldn't it denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance that's everyone's christmas all wrapped into one Pretty the much. day after the day after st stephen's Day, Boxing day boxing day hi america hello world my name is adrian lee and i am your host Welcome to the show, more questions than answers The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you To bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the Mysterious So, snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervesant Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather realised that if she drinks enough wine, the adult table becomes the kids' table. Welcome (laughs) to the show, (laughs) Miss Morris. Hello. This is the kids' studio, the kids' table, the kids' radio show, the kids' room. It goes downhill fast, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Bag of wine. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corrie. Michelle was born and raised... In Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realized this week that no matter how many lasagnas you stack on top of one another, ultimately it's always going to be just one large lasagna. (laughs) 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 Philosophies to live by. Yes, Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Laughing in the background, as always, is Nathan Bush. Nathan used to say the sky's the limit. Which is why he was fired from NASA. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nathan. Hello, Adrian. This is series 2, episode 137. 137 is a pasta stacking, hard drinking, festive kind of a number. The fugue for string quintet in De Mija. De Mija. That was a mixture mm, between major. major and minor. Did you see what I did there? Yeah,
0: I did. Nice. I'm making
1: my own compound nouns. And it is German, of course, because it is Beethoven. But the fugue for string quintet in D major, opus 137, was composed in 1817 by Ludwig van Beethoven. Beethoven, guess what's coming to you next? Have yep. a guest. Oh, Have a wild oh. stab in the dark All of what's righty. about to unravel itself before your very eyes for Pumpkin the first pie. time.
0: you told me to have a guess and i did
1: just yes random food stuff Uh, a pumpkin pie (laughs) is going to unravel itself before your very eyes
0: here's to hoping
1: Are you hungry by any chance? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Is the answer
1: to every question asked you tonight going to be pumpkin pie?
0: Depends on the question. It's going to be a long (laughs) night, mister.
1: For the very first time on MQTA Radio, we have the guy can't believe that fascinating facts about Ludwig van Beethoven. Beethoven set himself apart at the age of 12 by composing nine variations for the piano in the most difficult key to play in. The closest key will get the points tonight. I just need to know the key. 12-year-old Beethoven composed in at the age of nine, which is considered to be the most difficult. What are we going with? You're going to go with an E. Yeah. I think you may have taken one of those before the show. (laughs)
0: Let's hope so. It's going to be a great (laughs) show.
1: (laughs) Here's an F. (laughs) Michelle, what key did Ludwig van Beethoven write those piano concertos at the age of 12 in the most difficult key, just showing off more than anything. And no one likes a smart ass, do they? F sharp. You're going to go F. Can you be more specific? <laughs> Nathan, you've been looking at my notes and cheating for some time now. <laughs> what are you going to go with? Just shout out somebody. A flat. A flat. C is the answer. Nathan is probably the closest. I have not got the will to work it out on my fingers or the alphabet, but C minor is what I was looking for. If you've given me a C... I would have given you the points. Beethoven was mistaken for what? And arrested by the police. He was out having a heavy night of partying and drinking. (laughs) What was he mistaken for? And arrested by a police officer, Miss Morris.
0: A female prostitute.
1: He was Beethoven. Ludwig van Beethoven. (laughs) The man who brought to the end of the world the Baroque period and started the Romanticist period. Wrote the most amazing songs, brought choral structure and choir into songs, wrote opera, has brought to the world many wondrous things in the music world, like piano concertos in C minor, was dressed as a female prostitute.
0: Yeah.
1: It can be rough on the streets of Berlin for a good-looking guy late at night, can Mm -hmm. it? You're going with that, are you? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cross-dressing Beethoven. What does that leave you, Michelle?
2: Boy.
1: Um He dressed as a boy. Yeah. Boy at Beethoven. Uh
2: She boy. A she boy. <laughs> that's a lady boy. A lady boy, that's what I was trying to say.
1: <laughs> this show's getting away from me really quickly. I can only apologise to the nation of Germany at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> he had a heavy night of drinking. And a police officer thought he was a tramp, a vagrant, because of his messy hair and the state of his uh, clothes and his drunken nature and was arrested. They thought he was a tramp. That's what, what I they... said. Here's <laughs> a female <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> Even in the same Venn diagram
0: as tramp. Messy like... hair. La la wow. la.
1: If he was listening to this show right now, he'd be spinning around in his grave. Roll over Beethoven. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, love mm-hmm. I love this show. I love this show. In fact, when he died in 1827, he was practically pickled. His liver was in a terrible state. He liked the sauce. But then he's German. Yeah. We've already discussed the fact that the Germans drink the largest amount of alcohol on the planet. This isn't going well, is it? No. Your knowledge of German classical music from the end of the Baroque period isn't going well. No. What animal is believed to have made Beethoven deaf? Simple enough. What animal is believed to have made Beethoven deaf? A cat. Death. A cat. Yep. With, like, a large drum and cymbals in hand. Yes. Well, I'm an idiot. They've got paws. What am I thinking? But yes. they have got a posable thumb, haven't they? Is it at the back? Could they even hold cymbals? Is, I guess we could tie it to their little it's paws. It's a cat. It's a cat. Cat made Beethoven deaf. What are you going to go with, Michelle? A horse. A horse. It was typhus caused, they believe, by a flea on a rat oh, i'd have sh- given you i was flea. gonna
0: say a rat
1: i was gonna give you rat there are no points to be had at the end of that round <sighs> rats are little buggers aren't they they're responsible for a lot of things aren't they
2: terrible things
1: i was under the impression and i could be proven wrong that rats carry up to 12 different diseases that are contractable by humans but i also read that pigeons carry up to 25 right so pigeons are twice as worse As rats, spinal meningitis, all kinds of nasty things you get from pigeons. But yes, it was a flea, they believe, caused him to have typhus, which meant he lost the hearing in both ears. Completely Mm. deaf by the time he was in his mid-40s.
2: I thought he got kicked in the head.
1: By a horse.
0: (laughs) I thought he had cat scratch fever. (laughs)
1: And you'd both be wrong. We're all on a ducky. No one's coming out of this looking good, are they? No. Although I admire your imaginations. Remarkable. Under Californian penal code, 137. I can't believe you're laughing at the word penal. Under Californian penal codes, 137 is to offer a bribe to influence a testimony. So the first time on MQTA Radio, we have the I can't believe that facts and bizarre information about bribery and corruption. Mm. So far this year, how many times has the phrase corruption scandal been used in the headlines of British newspapers? I need not just corruption, not just scandal, but the words corruption and scandal all together in the same headlines. We're just nudging our way. Every day. Every single day. So what would that be, Miss Morris? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're seeing the pitfalls of working with Americans, right? (laughs) They warned me. Never work with kids, children, and Americans, I was told. I'm going to step in and help you out, Miss Morris, and say that's 365 if you're looking for help. It hasn't
0: happened yet.
1: We haven't got there yet.
0: No, so it would only be 340, 3.30.
1: You're going three thirty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Michelle, how many times has the phrase "corruption scandal" been used in British newspaper headlines this year?
2: Sixty.
1: Sixty. Heather Morris wins ah. the very first point. Yay. Of the evening, it is two hundred and seventy-nine. Wow. Which is remarkable. That's pretty close to almost being one a day, when you consider, you know, that some papers aren't running on a Sunday.
0: Not so silly now, huh?
1: No, that's right. You're not as silly as Michelle
0: looks.
2: (laughs) I love you, Michelle. Thank you, I
1: will give you a point if you can tell me the least corrupt countries in the world. There's four of them. They're all at the top of the table for the least amount of corruption anywhere in the world. Give me a country. Whoever's the closest wins the points.
0: Give you a country, huh? The least
1: corrupt countries in the world there is a table for such things i'll give you a clue somalia afghanistan and north korea are in the bottom are (laughs) in
0: the bottom they are
1: at the bottom uh canada canada you're going to go with canada
0: mm -hmm. i will go with sweden
1: oh michelle you've hit the nail on the head i'm feeling generous and philanthropic i shall give you three points you could have had denmark finland sweden And New Zealand. Mm. Corruption is nature's way of restoring our faith in democracy. Peter Hustonoff. He was a very fine man. He said, your friends aren't the people you like the most. They're just the ones you happen to meet first. (laughs) Wow yes i do remember meeting you all first the bible says i know how much you love the bible on this show i know how much you love religious questions the bible says that ishmael abraham levi and amran all lived to be a hundred and thirty seven years old these four appearances make it the most common lifespan of individuals in the bible so for the first time on nqta the I can't believe that quiz fascinating facts about getting old and aging. Miss Morris. Yeah. What do you do less as your body gets older? What do you do less? The older you get, the stay less. Stay awake. The less you <laughs> stay awake.
0: <laughs> so. Don't enable her. <laughs>
1: You're going with that, are you? Yep. You are. <laughs> Michelle, what does your body do less the more you age? And it is, I will give you a clue, a bodily function. Pee. You pee less. I think you find you pee more. <laughs> it is sweat. You sweat less the oh. older you get.
0: That's because you're sleeping.
1: <laughs> Some of us are doing quite a lot of sweating in our sleeping. Try so I'd share that with you working up quite a bit of a sweat <laughs> what do women do more than men the older they get women do this more than men almost from birth to a degree and of course you're getting older every day so seeing that i'm in the room with the two of you here you're doing this more than me at the moment
0: look in the mirror
1: you're looking in the mirror where's the mirror in this studio how are you looking in the mirror more point to the mirror i dare you
0: you didn't say a particular time of day
1: Why, you only look in the mirror during a certain time of the day?
0: Yes, only when the light's right.
1: This is (laughs) a show (laughs) and a quiz about getting old. Yes. Right. So I'm looking for what women do more than men the older they get. Okay, have plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. (laughs) You're doing this at the moment, and you're doing it more than me and Nathan. Blink. (gasps) You're going to go with blink. I am. Synaptic links have been made. Dangerous times, ladies and gentlemen. Lucky we're sitting here. Okay, down.
0: I'm done. That's my final answer.
1: You're not going to go with pumpkin, cheese, number Phone three. Phone a friend. Eye for <laughs> tail. Like you've got any friends.
2: No. Oh, well. no. you, you can call me. Okay. I'll bring I'll you a pumpkin you pie. Well, you've
1: yet to give your answer, so we don't know whether she needs to call you or not at the moment. What are you doing more than me at the moment, Michelle?
2: Judging you.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> It's gonna be one of those kind of shows, is it?
2: <laughs> Breathing.
1: Breathing. <yeah. laughs> yes, it's disappointing you're doing that, but you are in fact <gasps> wow. 100% correct. You breathe. Women actually breathe more than men. So if there was a tax on oxygen, you're going to be paying more. Women with the biggest noses are going to be the worst off. Michelle. Yes. You're now up to five.
0: Wow. But you do breathe
1: more than men. What percentage of children born in the UK today, this very day, will live to over 100 years of age? The Mm. children born, happy birthday to the children born today, this Friday.
0: 43%.
1: 43% of British children born Friday today.
0: Unless they get hit by a car, yeah. (laughs)
1: Well, there is a chance that could happen, of course. Oh but God. we're looking for a percentage that will, in fact, live. The other percentage aren't going to make it, unfortunately. I'm looking for the percentage that are going to make it
0: 43. 43.
1: So you're suggesting that 57 are going to be hit by cars? Yeah. 57% aren't going to make it, is nope. what you're suggesting. Done. What are you going to go with, Michelle?
2: Thirty-five.
1: You've hit the money on the head. Really? It is one-third, 33.3%, of course, and you should gain more points. You're up to a very lucky number wow. seven. But it is true, one-third of all Brits born today will live to over the age of 100 years old. At the end of our opening round, Michelle has scored a very lucky and hefty number seven. I am yet to score, and Heather somehow has clawed her way up to two we now reach the part of the show that's the part of the show we love the most it's the mailbag, Yay! Yay! The mailbag. nathan's favorite round <laughs> any diagnosis we want to give at this point asperger's what are we looking at Tourette?
0: bit of both <laughs> tardiness
1: yeah Nathan's got florets every now and then he has to shout out broccoli and cauliflower. (laughs) It is the mailbag. These are your emails, your messages of support. They're your notes that you write us on our Facebook sites. We're very grateful. We love reading out your messages. We love receiving them. So keep them coming in. We'll keep reading them out. Several listeners wrote in, including Kathy and Lisa, both from Minnesota, that said the pink candy you could not remember Last week was, of course, a wintergreen. Yeah,
0: see?
1: We drank the pop. It was called Mad Funky Dog or some such bizarre thing. Birch Beer. Birch Beer, Funky Dead Dog. It was a strange colour. We drank it. You said it tasted like pink candy, but couldn't remember such things. Yes. And it's wintergreen, apparently.
0: I remember those. I yeah.
1: said it smelt and tasted like liniment, which is very interesting because I used to rub wintergreen on my legs before I'd play a soccer match to warm up the muscles. So everyone's right. Hurrah! Who knew such <laughs> things? Robin in Massachusetts <laughs> went on to say that her grandmother kept them in her purse in church to keep her still during the sermon. <laughs> Back onto bribery, And corruption. Robin also posted, I love this show. I feel lucky and I feel happy. I think I snorted a few times.
2: Hey, thanks Robin. She
1: also says that she listens in bed on her headphones while her husband's asleep next to her and she wriggles around so much through laughing that she has to sit there and hold her laughs in so she doesn't wake her husband up. (laughs) We need video footage of that. Yes. Yes, we do. Kevin, our good friend in Minnesota, added, I love the show also. It is always a pick-me-up if I'm feeling down.
2: Aww. There you go. We, Hi, Kevin.
1: We love Kevin and mm-hmm. his fabulous wife, Barbara, of course. Lace has also posted, I love this show. Short and simple, fabulous. Thank you, Lace. I love our listeners. Fred in Alaska. Fred? In Alaska. Oh, that's awesome. Has Fred. written, there is not one bad show. They just all have great chemistry. Adrian is okay, too. <gasps>
2: <laughs>
0: thanks oh i like fred
1: Mm -hmm. adrian is okay too (laughs) getting a lot of snow up there are we (laughs)
0: that's disappointing
1: we also wish to thank joan in ira who's given us a little squirrel finger puppet this is now going to be the mascot of the studio we'll take turns doing a little puppet show i like it his name is simon apparently so we appreciate that joan thank you for giving us simon the squirrel shelly in iowa says love listening to the show fun fun
0: fun nice thank you and
1: we'll have fun 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 until daddy takes the studio away that's what's gonna happen (laughs) martin our good friend in new york
0: has
1: the most amazing online auction site it's martin's online auctions it's on facebook he has everything on there if you like culture, if you like British TV, if you like quirky, if you're into heavy metal, if you're into science fiction, everything is there for you. If you go to Martin's online auction, you've shown good taste And by tuning into the show. You now can surround yourself with good taste as well. You're just a couple of clicks away from doing all your Christmas shopping and being the most popular aunt and uncle that's ever existed in Christendom. That's Martins Online Auctions on Facebook. We have a Facebook site, more questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, we have over 6,000 followers on there. All of tonight's stories, all of the jokes, all of the cartoons, all of the squirrel information, all of the video footage, Mm -hmm. the interactions. There's a lot of cartoons on there, all of our fans. Chatting together, you're missing out on all the fun and many, many stories I can't possibly read out on air. Some of them too rude to do so, of course. But if you go to Facebook, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, you can join us on there. And if you're currently listening to the show, why not post on your social media sites what you're doing at this very minute? Why not share your link to the whole wide world and show them you're listening to MQTA at the moment? We'd be very grateful for that. We're on SoundCloud. All of our shows over the last four to five years are archived. They're completely free. If you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, everything is there for you. We've got all the shows going back. If you're listening now on SoundCloud, you can press the little orange love heart and show us how much you love the show. We also do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show at the top of the hour that we can't do on Dark Matter Radio because it's far too rude. It's full of naughtiness.
0: Naughty.
1: Innuendo. Innuendo. Filth. Filth. Mm. filth. We cannot read this stuff out. It's the stories from around the world that we would get into trouble for reading out. Many people say that's their favourite part of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably ours as well. But we can't read that out on Dark Matter in the hour we get given. So if you go to SoundCloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, there's an extra 25 minutes of filth <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> on there. We know what you want and we deliver it in That's b- right. Buckets. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, and we're also on Google Alerts as well now. I'm led to believe Google you. Google Play. Oh, Google Play, of course. Jeez, oh, what was I thinking?
0: What? were point.
1: You can listen to the show <laughs> in the gym, walking the dog, working in the garage, studying for your exams with your headphones on. Anywhere you wish. It's all there for you. You can catch us first, of course, on a Friday night at 8 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. And you're more than welcome to da- to write to Dark Matter Radio and say what a fabulous job we do. And they should have us on more often. Twitter. You can go to Adrian Lee underscore tips on Twitter. We currently have 95,000 followers on there. My latest book, Mysterious minnesota digging up the ghostly past at 13 haunted sites is now available they would make great stocking stuffers and christmas gifts if you're into history ghosts hauntings and all things spooky that will be right there for you the book you need to have if you go to patreon.com search for mqta radio you are more than welcome to give us a donation this show is free It will always be free. We love what we do. But we do have studio costs and all of the platforms I just read out require financing. So if you wish to donate a single dollar to our show, if we make you laugh, if you tune in week after week, if you love what we do, then we would love for you to donate a dollar. If you're feeling philanthropic, we would love for you to do that for us. Oak Island. Can I talk about Oak Island? Is Oak Island banned? Are we still happy to discuss such things?
0: you're not going to stop watching it
1: last week of course i'm not it's like crystal meth (laughs) i can't get rid of it (laughs) honest to god i've tried all kinds of helplines i've got patches gum honestly it's sitting there watching you know the gray beard and the dark hair has he got matching collar and cuffs who knows one of the mysteries of the world last week they used up 45 minutes of my life and trust me when i'm on my deathbed having my death rattle with like a tramp and Beethoven standing next to me. Because <laughs> my family are nowhere to be seen, of course. I will want that 45 minutes back. I need to be in credit. I'll be sat there thinking I wasted 45 minutes of my life. Last week, why they talked about the paperwork from the Canadian government that said no metal detection could take place on the island. 45 minutes of metal detection paperwork based on the authorities in Canada. What could be more exciting? The whole world came to an end depressing music glum faces the intrigue and excitement of the gripping tale of metal detection paperwork that was resolved last week at the very last minute in a crescendo of happiness by the fact that they needed to have an archaeologist with them whenever they dug anything up and that was the episode. It was. Hurrah, we cried as the archaeologist once again allowed them to find rusty nails, coconut fiber, and strange <laughs> Spanish coins. You should have said
0: spoilers.
1: I'm done with this. <laughs> this week, on Tuesday, just seven days later, they metal detect and find a child's small toy gun with no archaeologist present. To be seen in any way, shape or form. So explain to me what the last two weeks of my life has been dedicated towards. Mm. The following week, this Tuesday, they go out into the swamp and they haven't got the archaeologists with them anymore. It was only seven days ago. They used up an hour of my life telling me that the Canadian government would let them go out unless they have an archaeologist with them. Then seven days later, they think I'm such a numpty, such an idiot, that I won't remember what took place last week. Do you remember three series ago, they found a Roman gladiator sword in the seabed, just yards from the sand. And they said, we're going to have to send this to be looked at. Was that ever seen again? Never. Did anyone ever bring that up again? No. Make a note of what they do that week and see that the following week it doesn't get referred to. There was a guy that broke his leg, broke his arm, had contusions all over him, and the following day was working back on site. Couldn't have been that bad, could it? Okay, I'm done. I need to think of my blood pressure. (sighs) Good times, deep breaths, and some wintergreen candy is the way to go. Now, we're getting towards Christmas we're getting festive we have all the reindeer lined up dancer prancer rudolph anger denial depression and bargaining Bargaining. i'm not quite sure what bargaining is
0: it happens in the studio frequently yes Yes,
1: that just sums up 10 minutes of more questions (laughs) we have a christmas charity we've been donating to this christmas charity for three to four years now i'm going to start plugging our charity. We like to support our local charities here in Cottonwood County in southwest Minnesota. And I know a wonderful lady. Her name's Clarice. She volunteers her time to run the Wyndham Food Shelf. Now, Wyndham is a town of 4,000 people. It has fallen on hard times like many small American towns. Many local businesses and factories have closed. And without the food shelf, many families would go hungry this Christmas. Last month, Seven hundred people were fed due to the food shelf. That's seven hundred out of the town of four thousand, remember. That's a hundred and fifty nine families reliant on help to have food over the Christmas period. I know Clarice personally. She is a hard working, honest lady in her seventies. She reminds you of your grandmother. She shouldn't be doing such things. She should be at home, putting her feet up and enjoying life. She's in her seventies. She's an amazing pioneer woman i she is, I her. love her she's she, great she's working there to support others and she needs our help so if you wish to give a donation if you wish to contribute to the food shelf and clarice who's working her fingers to the bone in very difficult circumstances this is a charity we've been donating to for many years they're trusted they have obviously non-profit status and I believe I can't say this as we speak, but I believe in previous years, the local Masonic Lodge has actually doubled any donations and matched them what we've been given. So just bear that in mind as well. But this is the Wyndham Area Sharing Center. So if you write a check, that's the Wyndham Area Sharing Center. That is 1156, 1156, 4th Avenue, Wyndham, 4th Avenue, Windham, Minnesota, 56101. And we will be putting that on our facebook site as well so thank you clarice for doing that for us we appreciate all of your time and all of your help and we'll be seeing lots of poor families fed over the winter period we have a show we are the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world that's got to make you happy right
2: (laughs) makes nathan really
1: happy (laughs) yes that's stimulus and lots of response (laughs) A mum believes that she may have captured a spooky hooded skeleton of a monk in a creepy photograph. There's always a monk, isn't there? It's mm-hmm. either a monk or a nun. You never mm. get anything else, do you?
0: You know what rhymes with monk?
1: Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hang on. Bunk. Bunk, oh, you're going there. I went in a completely different place. <laughs> My bag. <laughs> oh. The 55-year-old had been taking pictures of the stunning surroundings, but was horrified when she came across a creepy snap showing the shape of a man lurking in the woods with a skeletal face
0: mm-hmm.
1: Angelina Jolie walking her dog.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's me off the Christmas card list. <laughs> Colleen is hoping the spooky figure was just a trick of the light, but paranormal experts say otherwise. The mum from Aberdeen said, I was quite amazed by the reaction from people when I shared the picture. People have been seeing lots of things in the photograph. The place is a nice nature reserve you can walk around and there is a private estate that is frequented by a lot of celebrities such as Pippa Middleton and David Beckham. As we walked along I noticed the way the light was with the ferns which made a nice scene so I took a photograph on my phone. It was only when I got home that I looked at the pictures I had taken and noticed the figure. It was Skeletor, by the power of Gray Skull, <sighs> I looked back and that image jumped out at me and gave me quite a fright. Straight away I thought, what on earth is that? Logic says that it is a trick of the light. If I had seen it while I was there, I would have run a mile. I saw her picture. A mile's pretty ambitious.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's just say 20 yards. Oh, no. But the mum is still skeptical and believes maybe the photo was just perfect timing and lighting. One user commented I have to agree, it looks like a skeletal monk. <laughs> skeletal monk or a load of bunk? Oh!
0: oh. oh
1: you now can have a drink if you're playing the bell bunk and snort mqta drinking game you can now take a shot of the christmas sherry i shall give myself two points that is available for you if you wish to see the photograph and the story in full you need to go to our facebook site more questions than answers with adrian lee Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
0: Researchers in Russia are offering a large cash prize to anyone who can demonstrate psychic powers. Oh. Mm. Television shows about ghosts, psychic readings and other paranormal subjects are arguably even more popular in Russia. Than they are in North America, with up to one fifth of Russians having consulted with a psychic at least once in their lives.
1: If they're giving the money away, we must go.
2: Yes, we
0: must. Uh, Duh. Uh, no, I love this show. What
1: no. I love this show.
0: No. Watka. Not everyone, however, is a believer. I'm a believer. Then yes. A and then face. I saw
1: your face.
0: Uh, 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 oh no. 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 <laughs> Like the U.S., Russia is home to a growing movement of scientists and skeptics who hope to dispel the myths and falsehoods surrounding these phenomena. Russia's Harry Houdini Prize is one such endeavor, offering... What? Harry... (laughs)
1: What? What's the matter with you? You've been drinking. Of course you've been drinking. Why am I asking?
0: Sorry. Uh, Well, they're offering a prize of one million (laughs) rubles. Rubles. Oh, (laughs) that's $1.25. It comes out to around $17,000. Oh, that ain't bad. To any psychic who can demonstrate their abilities in a controlled environment. Organized by scientist Alexander... Poop and pension.
1: Poop <laughs> and pension. Poop and pension. That's pretty much what you're gonna have in old life, isn't it? When you're an old woman, you're gonna be breathing more than me, sweating less, but it's gonna be poop and pension, isn't That's it?
0: That's right. And Skeptic Mikhail Leiden. The cash incentive is designed to show viewers why they shouldn't believe everything they see on their TV screens. These programs lead to people using faith healers. Mr. Bond! And virgin tailors. I can't stand it. Signing off for... I can't
1: stand it. Hang on, Michelle, let me get you a gun.
0: <laughs> signing off for worthless or even potentially harmful psychic training courses. Captain Kirk. Carac- <laughs> And. And. off? And Jerk handing off. over money orders <laughs> to swindlers. Said Leiden. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Whether any Russia's TV psychics will actually try to claim the prize, however, remains to be seen.
1: We should be Russian to make money.
0: I think you should do it. That's. Terrible. Terrible. Putin
1: One. I had some of that at the Clay County <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Isn't it gravy with French fries and cheese?
0: Poutine. That's poutine. I love poutine. It. Yeah.
1: One of our listeners wrote in and said to me, I can't believe that at least twice in the show you say, I love this show, and then another two, three times you say, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> because you love the show. <laughs> yeah. I know it's very schizophrenic, but yeah, absolutely. I love this show why am i here
2: (laughs) peaks and valleys
1: (laughs) story of my life a dad says a family home is being haunted by the ghost of an old lady who once lived there after claiming to catch her on camera luke jackson said he took the spooky snaps while staying at his brother tom's house in sheffield south yorkshire The 36-year-old claims he heard footsteps downstairs after getting up for a cigarette in the early hours when he couldn't sleep. He said he turned on the light on his phone's camera to see what made the noise. But the self-employed landscaper was stunned after taking a picture and discovering the ghostly figure of an old woman at the bottom of his stairs. Janice Dickinson coming home from the pub. (coughs) (laughs) Dad of three Luke is convinced the woman he photographed is the ghost of the houses, former tenant who died 18 months before. Luke said I just can't explain it. It baffles me. The whole thing was just too perfect. If I'm being honest this thing has completely stumped me. I just don't know what it is and the only explanation is that it's a ghost. It's almost like photographing the Loch Ness monster in its entirety. It's the photo of a ghost that you never expect to have. Or if, it's bunk. Or it's bunk. Hurrah. Ooh. Have a drink. <laughs> Where <if you laughs> are in the world? Have a shot on us. The Loch Ness Monster at the bottom of your stairs. You've got trouble with the damp in your house at that point, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get someone in. It's too damp. You sometimes have bits of things, arms and legs, but never a whole photograph of the entire thing. The photo is almost too perfect. What a surprise. Yeah. He said, we have talked about this woman before. She had mobility problems, apparently. Problems going up and down the stairs. <laughs> now. They have one of those chairs. Yes, you're being haunted by a ghost <laughs> on a, stand, a stair stairlift where you're at the top of the stairs and the ghostly apparition is slowly <laughs> making its way towards you. Bit by bit, it's coming up the stairs it's getting closer
0: just shut off the power
1: oh no <laughs> who are you gonna call Busting makes me feel good yeah i unplugged the stair lift no more problems that has to be a residual haunting because ghosts kind of go through walls and doors and just do you see what i'm saying yes. if, it's, if she's going up and down the stairs constantly that's got to be residual i wouldn't have thought you could interact with that because ultimately when you come back as a ghost or come back in spirit you can come back in any age you wish to be presented in. So if you are happiest at 18, 24, 28, you present yourself in that way. I find it hard to believe the ghost would present itself as an old person with a hip replacement, no teeth, struggling up and down the stairs. That makes me think that's a residual haunting. Ghost on the stairs or... Who Who cares? Cares?! Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the ghost of the old lady working her way up the stairs. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of G&H?
2: The ghostly figure of a young girl appears to hover over a baby's pram in a startling pic.
1: A pramulator. Pram. Do you know what a pram is? A
2: baby carriage. It
1: is a baby buggy. Baby. I bet a lot of people don't know that in this country. I knew it. Pramulator. Would you like a pramulator, madam? Yes, please. No. Of course, I'll get you two.
2: Mm. A 24-year-old was at a friend's house when she spotted what looked like a frightening apparition of a young girl by the door. The figure that looked like it had long dark hair and was wearing a white dress of course, appeared to be crouching over her 18-month-old daughter, Phoebe. Shop worker Francesca from Dewsbury, West Yorkshire, said, I couldn't even run out of the room because the figure was stood right by the door. Francesca tragically lost her unborn twins to a miscarriage only two weeks ago. I know. She added, some have messaged me saying it's a guardian angel because I lost my babies last Monday. But I still think it's the girl from The Ring. She was way too scary to be an angel. The spirit looked like the little girl from the film, she added. Other people we have shown it to said it looks like the little girl or a woman. Some have even said they think it's a cat.
1: (laughs) Wow, we're covering a lot of bases there, aren't we? Let's hope we don't get scratched Mm. and go deaf.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, it happens. ghost hunters say that the little girl was a previous tenant of the area which used to be the site of an old mill they told francesca that the girl lived centuries ago and was called lily she reportedly can still be seen searching the apartment block for her dead family francesca said i do believe in the supernatural but it's just strange to see it through the camera and not with my own eyes at first i thought it must be a shadow but when I looked closer at the image, it definitely looked like a little girl ghost.
1: I'm amazed that she says it was not It was too scary to be an angel. I thought angels were quite scary. I mean, for a start, fallen angels, right? Scary.
0: Yes. And then
1: Daniel describes angels as being tall, giant figures, you know, 12 foot tall. And he says they shine in glimmering armor like topaz. You know, people say to me, oh, you know, my uncle's now going to be an angel. No such thing can happen. Humans cannot be angels. Angels are a separate entity that we cannot attain angel status, even if we're the most righteous person on Earth. Cats and dogs, right? But angels are scary. Angels are warriors. Angels will rip demonic entities from limb to limb. They can be clad in armor. They're huge. They're giant. They are scary beasties if you want to get on the wrong end of one. So I wouldn't necessarily discount that ghost in white dress or i couldn't care less you decide (laughs) go to our facebook site with more questions than answers everything is there for you as we come to the end of the round that is ghosts and hauntings michelle is still in the lead on a remarkable nine heather and myself are tied in last place but still on a respectable four as we move into the round that is ufos and cryptozoology it's green men and hairy Australian beasties. Mm-hmm. Aussie spaceship hunter Dean Stocks was left stunned when he spotted the busty object floating above the Australian outback. He saw them on Google Street View. A mysterious UFO shaped like a boob. A
0: scent.
1: <laughs> Why wasn't my encounter like that? I want first encounters of the close kind. I was sent (laughs) alien enthusiasts into a foaming frenzy after it was spotted hovering above the Australian Outback. I was abducted and taken (laughs) into the Commander nipple.
2: (laughs) 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 I made that up.
1: That's not true. Were you dealing with the top brass? I don't believe I've seen a sky boob before, but I've read about them in picture magazines. Let the sky boob. I know all the conspirators will have their say. It will be a reflection of the Tennant Creek water tank or something like that. Experts reckon the object spotted above northern Australia's Tennant Creek Looks remarkably like a flying saucer. Surely they mean cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really good. <laughs> cup is really happy with that.
0: It's good when you crack your cell phone. Well, I've heard them before. <laughs>
1: On my notes, I've written cup. Surely, <laughs> cup. but Darwin astronomer Jeff Carr claims the image was likely photoshopped. Inquisitive Dean now plans to drive down the street where the UFO was spotted once every few weeks in case it makes a second appearance. He added, "It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen sober." <laughs> Perhaps it was a booby trap.
2: Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) You decide. Go to our Mm. Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you will see the giant Australian boob. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
0: Bull calf. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get down Mm here. There was a bull calf born with an extra leg growing out of its back. Oh, poor little booger. Back legs. Mm Mm-hmm. A young bull born recently in China appears to be living a normal, healthy life, despite the extra leg growing out of the animal's back.
1: You can't say a bull in a China what?
0: <laughs> What's wrong with you? No. I have had nothing to drink tonight. No spirit. I can spirit.
1: Tell. Well, we know that because you you've not been it all. funny. I don't drink. No alcohol has ever passed my lips. Yeah, list. whatever. Never have uh, I been drunk. It
2: wasn't me. I've got no excuse
1: for poor behavior i do not drink
0: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. a video recorded friday at a farm in <laughs> city what?
1: hang on where, where? what i not
0: you can listen one ding
1: dong what? <laughs> oh if you're oh, playing yeah! the tell bunk and snort it's been a few episodes hasn't it michelle I thought you'd run out. You
0: can't talk.
1: Uh, Read that out again. Where is it? I
0: can't do yeah. it. Do it
1: now. I
0: can't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ting tong ding high uh, city. Yep,
0: in take me oh, down yeah. to the ding
1: dong dang Chung high city where the grass is
0: green. In hai long jinjiang,
1: do you know how many listeners we're losing? That's a third of the world's population. We've just alienated.
0: I'm trying my best. I can here. tell. Uh, <laughs> She should be
1: drinking
0: <laughs> Oh my god Shows the 40 day old calf Walking around and even running In a good health <laughs> the, the bovine appears perfectly normal save Apart for from it, the leg no, Except for the leg hanging out of its back The bull's owner said the extra leg Does not appear to be causing it Any health problems or discomfort So way to go
1: Cryptozoology bully.
0: Oh, boy
1: we will get the photographs
0: from the city
1: the city <laughs> from the city
0: in the province of ding dang Dingdang, ding dang
2: Jing
1: nice
0: <laughs> more countries we can't go to
1: the centuries-old debate over the existence of the mysterious yeti could have been put to bed following genetic analysis of its supposed remains. Scientists studied nine so-called Yeti specimens, including bone, tooth, and fecal samples, recovered from the Himalayas and the Tibetan plateau in the most rigorous analysis to date. Researchers from the University of Buffalo discovered the remnants in fact belonged to a dog, Asian black bears, Himalayan brown bears, Tibetan brown bears, and the Chicago bears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> findings published in Proceedings of the Royal Society suggest the myths behind the Abominable Snowman, a giant ape-like creature which has become synonymous in Himalayan folklore, could be just that. Dr. Charlotte Lindquist, who led the study, said our findings strongly suggest that the biological underpinnings of the Yeti legend can be found in local bears. Our study demonstrates that genetics should be able to unravel other similar mysteries. It is not the first time scientists have tried to analyse supposed yeti DNA, nor is it the first time the fabled creature has been linked. To bears, Daniel Taylor, author of Yeti, the ecology of a mysterious ventured to Badan, a wild valley that sits at the base of Mount Makalu in Nepal, to look for answers. He told National Geographic, once I got in the valley, I found footprints. I had seen footprints before, but these were fresh, and I had no doubt I had found the Yeti. The question was, what made them? A local hunter I worked with said he thought what I had found was a tree bear. The female bone I found in a Tibetan cave was once believed to have belonged to a yeti. But genetic analysis revealed it to be a bear. So every artifact they have looked at in terms of DNA, the most rigorous testing known to man for the yeti has turned up dog and bear bones, teeth and fecal matter. Lies. Uh, Lies. 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 None of it's true. No. Conspiracy.
0: Yes, Yes.
2: it's a cover-up.
1: Goldilocks nowhere to be seen. No. I can't stand it or grin and bear it. Oh,
2: God. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers.
1: It's all on there for you if you wish to look at brown bear fecal matter. Michelle, what have you got tonight in the round of cryptozoology and UFOs?
2: Russian cosmonauts find a bacteria on the hull of the International Space Centre that's not from Earth. The bacteria is currently undergoing testing, and so far it's not harmful to humans. Russian cosmonauts aboard the International Space Station may have discovered the first case of alien life after allegedly finding bacteria on the hull of the space station. This bacteria was not there at the launch of the International Space Station, and therefore could have come from outer space. Bacteria that had not been there during the launch of the International Space Station module were found on the swabs, confirmed Russian cosmonaut Anton Sharkepilov, who was part of a team of scientists aboard the orbiting station. That is, they came from somewhere in outer space and settled on the outside of the station, he told a Russian news outlet. Flight engineer Shikarpilov will take his... Look what, fell <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Yeah, I know. What wow. fell on? My Shikarpilov.
1: Did it? Mm-hmm. Get some clue on that.
2: I will. He will take his third trip in the International Space Station in December as part of the Expedition 54 crew. He revealed that scientists found the bacteria while taking samples from the exterior surface of the station during a previous mission. They are currently being analyzed to find out if they were extraterrestrial in nature some bacteria originating from earth specifically madagascar has been found to survive the vacuum of space after being lifted off our planet by a phenomenon known as ionosphere lift it has been known to attach itself to the surface of the space station which is orbiting at two excuse me 20 kilometers above the earth cosmonov sharkopilov insisted that the bacteria found on the station is not dangerous to humans
1: i bet he wouldn't lick it though would he i would of course you would <laughs> you'll never be lonely i wonder how they know that they didn't come from the procedure of launch how did they not do you see what i'm saying how could that not have come from earth i mean it's got to travel through the air to get there you know, perhaps the space station was built in space and it was taken up within rockets. But I can't believe that that couldn't have got there when it was terrestrial rather than actually being in space. How do they know?
2: Even though it must be sanitized or cleaned, it's still sitting somewhere.
1: Yes, and it's got to get up there. Once, you, If you do right. it in a in a clinical environment and yes. you put, put it together, they've still got to get it on board the rocket and it's got to get through the... The space and into the air, it's got to get up there. I find that hard to see how they can distinguish. Bearing in mind that space, of course, is full of radiation and is a vacuum yes. with no oxygen. That's a difficult environment, and freezing, of course.
2: Absolutely.
1: So if it'll be interesting to see that story, germs from outer space, or get out of my face. Oh! You decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers, with Adrian Lee, where that story will be there for you, and you can see the little germs running around. We enter the last round of the evening. It is the round. It is the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category.
0: Greg Rutherford's son thinks neighbors' noisy lovemaking is actually ghosts. Oh.
1: Too much banging, lots of (laughs) orbs, groaning sounds. Yep. Who are you going to call? Busty makes me feel good.
0: <laughs> Apparently it makes them feel good too. Mom Susie Verrill soon discovered the family weren't being haunted and the noises were in fact being made by the amorous couple next door. Ooh. But the amorous
1: couple next door died in 1933.
0: Well, the triple jumper's three-year-old son Milo is being woken up by bumps in the night. The neighbors were making so much noise during their enthusiastic lovemaking that the writer said she was forced to send them a note to let them know they were keeping her toddler awake. Stop it!
1: This is why we can't have cameras in the studio.
0: You Stop it. In the note, she wrote... I can't even do it. Uh, You stop too, Michelle. We're genuinely very happy, you guys. Enjoy a healthy relationship, so please don't read this as a passive-aggressive note. But, but, if you're having fun around 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., would you mind maybe being a tiny, less vocal? Our son wakes up and shouting out the
1: word folk over and over <laughs> again
0: and we're having a tricky time explaining you're not a ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: oh dear <laughs> <laughs> it's the ghost of Christmas present
0: <laughs> oh, I only got a little package.
1: <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Things that go bump in the night. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. This means you have now found us in the archives. So thank you for coming to check us out. If you're listening on SoundCloud, why not click the little orange love heart and tell us how much you're appreciating the show. Why not share the link? on your social media sites we would be very grateful this is the round that if you have a mother of a nervous disposition if you have young minors in the room they need to be removed these are the stories from around the world this week that are too rude too laden with filth and innuendo to read out on air they're also laden with expletives so you have been warned a mum was left livid after a present shielded for her children from Amazon arrived, with a penis drawn on the packaging. Oh. Nathan, are you missing any packages? I am. Pam <laughs> Kester's. <laughs> well, we know how to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Pam Kester's delivery to her Portsmouth home featured a hand-drawn phallus in red ink. When she complained to Amazon by email, the firm responded with a bland, Thank you for your feedback. Your comments have been passed on. Pam escalated the matter by taking to the company's public Facebook page and posting a picture of the offending package. She wrote, (laughs) Good morning, Amazon. I'm sorry to send this. However, I sent the following email across to customer services yesterday and was met with the response. Thank you for your feedback. And your comments have been passed on. If you wish to see the twig and berries... They're never drawn well, are they? Do you know what I'm saying? It's never drawn well. It's no Rembrandt. There's no variation of thickness of line. There's no shading around the object. Tonal awareness. It's a pretty grim... You never see a good one drawn. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, they all look flat.
1: They do. I'm sorry (laughs) to hear that. Obviously, a stiff reprimand here is what's required. (laughs) If you wish to see the package... In order to resplendent splendid glory, you can visit our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got first for me in the round?
0: Of it's a Christmas season. And It is. And Santa was subjected to extraordinary abusive rant in a shopping center. Uh-oh.
1: Oh.
0: Or extraordinary. You know. Extraordinary. Extraordinary.
1: extraordinary.
0: Extraordinary!
1: Extraordinary!
0: Yes, so a woman went on a bizarre foul-mouth rant at a shopping center, Santa, claiming he wasn't even real.
1: I I didn't get any of that. That sounded like, "Okay, Red Leader, jenny's bought it. Look out! Burn it at three o'clock."
0: <laughs> the angry shopper blasted Father Christmas with a string of profanities. Calling him a <gasps> fucking dickhead.
1: <laughs> we're going there, are we? This is where we're going. You see? And
0: berating him for, you don't even have a sway.
1: Why is she talking with a gas mask on? Have we worked this out?
0: I've seen pictures. She hasn't Saint- even...
1: Oh. <laughs> he hasn't even got a slate.
0: Saint Nick did not engage with a woman who was dressed in black and grey as she screamed at him while standing at the entrance to his grotto.
1: To the woman who was green and furry.
0: Yeah. Oh, the bemused passerby filmed the bizarre rant at the mall in Toronto, Canada this <gasps> week. They later uploaded the footage online, writing, was at the mall in Toronto this week and saw this woman completely flip out on the mall Santa. Santa brushed it off and did not engage with the woman. Footage shows the unnamed woman screaming, You're not magic! <laughs> You're not even real! Ooh.
1: Someone's been on the soaps.
0: <laughs> Santa Claus did his best to ignore the insults in the 30-second clip. He eventually got up and walked away as the woman continued to accuse him of, You're not real! <laughs> Poor Santa. <laughs> He's not real. He's not magic. He ain't even got no slaves. Yeah, you <laughs> did <laughs> uh, 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 Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're not real.
1: Santa Claus not coming Me. to town. No. He'll see Poor you when Sienna. you're sleeping. That's a little bit sick. <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for us tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother?
2: Oh, we're going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin! Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott.
1: Yes. The land of cheese and fireworks. And
2: Scott. And And Scott. Scott. (laughs) (laughs) A clown called Shakes, who is accused of groping women's boobs (laughs) at an American haunted house attraction, is said to have told his two alleged victims. Do you want me to Donald Trump ya? Wow. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he drink? I Everybody's don't... he's called shakes? <laughs> I think <laughs> he, wondering. he used to drink. <laughs> oh. I got to shakes.
1: <laughs> That's what you want from a clown, isn't this it? A children's Bob entertainment. Bob Geldof
2: movie. No, Bob, not Bob Geldof. Bob, Bob Geldof Gand- movie. <laughs> Gandalf. Do
1: what they that? know it's Christmas? Bob
2: Goldways, sorry. Geldof.
1: <laughs> what wow. was the John Candy film where the clown turns up drunk at the front door and he punches him in the nose? Oh, Uncle oh, Buck. Oh, Uncle, oh, Buck. Yeah. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. I love that movie.
2: Anyway, Brandon Goral, 43, has been charged with molesting the females last month at a campground in Janesville, Wisconsin. According to the Janesville Gazette, the crime report states that two alleged victims said they had their breasts grabbed at a spooky barn. A spooky (laughs) barn. Two women told the cops that a clown with green hair... First approached them and asked, do you want me to Donald Trump you? They said he had made a hand gesture towards their vaginas and a squeezing motion, suggesting the clown was imitating United States President Donald Trump. He made me touch his his horn! Kitty-grabbing comments. Nice. Mm both women said that they were not touched at that time but had been caught off guard by what the clown had said and found it very inappropriate it is alleged that girl later grabbed both their breasts wow the distressed women called the cops to the property saying they had been touched inappropriately by a clown <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my ex <laughs>
1: I like the photo fit where he's got a big red nose and fuzzy orange hair.
2: Green! <laughs> you're,
1: you're in a lineup. Could, could number three step forward with his suitcase again and show us the contents of his pocket?
0: Tell him to hold his hand out.
1: <laughs> could number six bring the bucket of confetti to the front?
0: Hold this full glass of water for me.
1: Wonk, wonk. The accused went away in a car that 25 other clowns walked into. <laughs> and then the door fell off. <laughs> Imagine in the mud, they're trying to take a plaster cast of his footprint and it's three foot long.
0: What's wrong with you? Can't <laughs> 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 sleep this night.
2: Oh God. Girl claimed to the officers that he was asked multiple times by different females to grab their breasts for photographs. Really? Uh-huh. He is reported to have said that he knows not to touch them unless
0: they ask them to. As I frequently do.
1: Oh. See being a clown has obviously got its perks. <laughs> <laughs> it's <hurts>.
0: yeah, perks. <laughs> <Perts>. Perks. Perks. <laughs> perks. With a T. Yeah. Perks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus.
2: Hey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> the criminal complaint admitted making the Trump comment associated with the hand gesture and reportedly said, you can see when people are political. Police charged Goro with two counts of misdemeanor sexual assault. He was released from custody on a $2,000 bond and told not to contact the alleged victims.
1: And off to a children's party. Right. In Superior as we speak. hmm Oh! The icon smart condom is like Fitbit, but for your penis. It provides for your penis. It provides all the statistics men need to assess their sexual prowess. Data includes duration of intercourse, calories burned, number and speed of thrust, girth measurements, and different positions used per week, month, or year. Well, I can give you that. Or I could just ask your mother.
0: Oh. (laughs) Oh!
1: It will also help detect sexually transmitted diseases. How's that? Such as chlamydia and syphilis.
0: Incoming. And if you're
1: concerned about your secrets getting out, the Nottingham-based company says that all the info will be kept anonymous. Yeah, hackers. Users will have the option to share their recent data with friends or indeed the world. On Facebook, like a status. There'll be competitions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thrust per minute and so forth. They'll be like trying to put it them. on your dog. Oh, Whoa. Jesus!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it says you've got a lipstick.
1: <laughs>
0: That's disgusting. You're in somewhere weird. <laughs> yeah, that
1: got away from me quickly. Woo. In a similar way, put it on your dog. <laughs> Reel it back <laughs> <in. Jesus. laughs>
0: I thought if you were having a competition with your friends you and you want to get ahead,
1: you want to get ahead. Oh my god! Would you wash it afterwards? I mean, what's going on here? I'm I'm sure your girlfriend would notice. Oh! In a similar way to other health monitoring devices, it will use nano chip. That's unfortunate. Uh. And Bluetooth technology to relay the data to a smartphone app. Oh, God. Over 90,000 people have already pre-ordered the product, which will be released later this year at the price of $80. There are Christmas just around the corner. No. Miss Morris, what have you got finally for us in the round? Not for your mother.
0: Well, this guy doesn't need it. Oh. Just saying. Oh. A man, an Englishman who was 29 years old, years old, lost his vision, as I'm losing my talking ability, Mm. Uh, temporarily the morning after, enjoying a particularly powerful climax
1: made him go blind it did it it really did make him
0: go blind oh no i'm not joking slightly dismayed by the negative impact to what is normally supposed to be an enjoyable occasion the man went to the hospital to see whether he might one day again see (laughs) oh jesus god his lover with two adoring eyes thankfully the patient soon learned that his sight would be restored but it was (laughs) understandably a frightening 24 hours The unlikely occurrence was part of a wider study into how Brits are getting more adventurous in the bedroom. How
1: did he get home from uh, Dairy Queen?
0: Yeah. Oh! Oh. Anyway. Um, And so sexually related accidents are on the up in England. On the up. Sexually
1: related incidents and accidents.
0: Yeah. The male who suffered a partial loss of vision documented by the... British Medical Journal apparently, upon admitting himself to the hospital, said that he had vigorous sexual intercourse. Upon examination, the medics discovered a small hemorrhage in his left eye that was blocking part of his vision. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know what you did
1: last night, but I had a small hemorrhage in my right eye.
0: (laughs) So the next time we see strains in men's eyes... What were you doing?
1: <laughs> Makes you want to date a pirate, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> Doctors revealed that the man had probably held his breath. <laughs> oh, God, I do that all the time. Can I do it too? I mean when I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're and, not going to have
1: to hold your breath for long.
0: <laughs> and, and strained his abdominal muscles during his bedroom session, which is turn caused pressure to build up around his eyeball the bursting a blood vessel oh. yeah so don't hold your breath and flex your muscles cause
1: don't hold. you could Listen, go blind there's, there's rules
0: <laughs> wow. it's true it's true don't do that you could go blind it's you true go, I know I understand that <laughs> well the BMJ case study said that <laughs>
1: <laughs> said that. You mean the British Medical Journal? <laughs> well,
0: the BJ study. <laughs> you missed out the medical. Uh, said the condition resolved itself spontaneously and the man's sight did return. Yay for the guy seeing again. It is thought that some men hold their breath during sex to prevent premature ejacks.
1: Really? Huh. Yeah. Holding your breath.
0: Keeps it in. <laughs> hold it?
1: You hold it, hold
0: it, hold it, wake don't.
1: up, wake up, you've won.
0: <laughs> Others practice controlled breathing to intensify the sensation orgasms afford. So, you shouldn't be having any really quick orgasms, should you? Why? I
1: don't
0: understand. Because where this going. you're not breathing as often as we
1: are. <laughs> oh, at the beginning of the show, you breathe more than men.
0: Yeah, Yeah. see, we don't strain our eyeballs. No, you've just Uh -uh. got bigger
1: noses and bigger lungs, apparently. (laughs) At least we've got something big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, Wonder, Wonder, small. It's cold, it's Minnesota, every wrinkle's an inch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all good things come to an end, so let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. Heather and myself have tied. On a remarkable six, which leaves Michelle our resplendent first place winner of the $33,000 IR camera who managed the hedonistic heights of the number 11. <gasps> Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee or you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips remember we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show that you can access if you go to soundcloud.com and search for mqta radio my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morrisher tom trainer michelle Corry, nathan bush and all of the international paranormal society and IntParanormal.net, and all of the show sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group move on of minnesota and martin's online auctions It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night.